This is Flipping Tables Podcast, episode 23. I'm one of your hosts, David Lyons. And I'm the other host, Mike Edwards. And we have a special guest today. Yeah. So why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, special guest. Well, uh, happy, hey everybody, I'm Matt. and I'm from Germany. I'm a musician and cosplayer and programmer. And I didn't have a McRib today, although I could have. Oh, <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I like that it's part of who you are. <laughs> yeah. So I think it's not effect. seasonal. <laughs> nope. Oh, really? It's year round. That's what prompted this. Okay. He, yeah. Matt tweeted about the. He was just like, unlike everywhere else, and or what was it? How did it go? I well, let me just figure out. I mean, it's like uh, it's a permanent item on our menu on mcdonald's <laughs> and so i was asking if anybody anybody wants some immigration papers <laughs> oh that's right ah, there it is the McRib is a seasonal item in most countries as a permanent menu item in germany it's quite rare it's sad because <laughs> well, i can actually imagine people in the southern states of america being like oh 1200 dollar trip to germany but i can get a McRib. <laughs> seems like fair trade <laughs> Is this like, does Disney not put their films back in the vault in Germany? <laughs> yeah. Well, well I guess. 101 <laughs> Dalmatians available year-round. <laughs> so I think um, we just have to give a quick mention to this, the Apple Enterprise thing. So we just had a huge, dis- and it's funny that we're recording early this week. <laughs> yeah. But we just had a huge discussion about Microsoft, Apple, and Google, and how... Apple doesn't really do enterprise, and it's really not part of their culture. And then, Mike, what happened? Then, like, immediately after we published the episode, there's this giant-ass partnership announced between IBM and Apple. And they're just like, we have... Strictly for enterprise Yeah, they're like, we have no overlap. We're not competing with each other. This is pure synergy, (laughs) if you're ever allowed to use the word. (laughs) Yeah, if it wasn't on Apple.com, I don't think I would have believed it. It's like... No, Apple and IBM teaming up. And then what did every single person who is involved in technology tweet? It's the picture of Steve Jobs <laughs> standing in front of the IBM building, <laughs> flicking off the IBM logo. Did you well, see that the, was foreshadowing. It was. Did you see the Photoshop of Tim Cook showing like a peace yeah, the sign? Peace sign. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the thing that bums me out about this is like Apple makes great devices and a lot of organizations would probably benefit from using Apple hardware over like Windows XP hardware like they're probably using now. But the thing that bums me out is now this is going to spur a huge new round of like, this isn't Steve Jobs, Apple. Steve Jobs <laughs> never would have allowed this. Steve Jobs is dead and Tim Cook is ruining <laughs> Apple. Like that's, I, I really, I felt like we were past that. Like WWDC yeah. went so well. I really thought people were done, but I was wrong. So, so wrong. Yeah, the the invincible and then doomed hyperbole pendulum never yeah. never levels out to like maybe they're just okay for now. Yeah, no, it's, it's never like yeah they're doing they're good they're a successful company people like their products it's great it's just it's always like rulers of the world or bringers of the apocalypse. It's it's a perpetual motion machine. If we could somehow. <laughs> Power homes on Apple hype, <laughs> doom, and gloom, then... Analyst blog spam. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 that would bring world peace. So, but yeah, that's that's weird. We have a link in the show notes for anyone who refuses to believe this actually happened, but it actually happened. It'll be such old news by the time we publish this. Yeah, maybe. But Apple, <laughs> IBM, team up. Who's not interested in that? It's like, it sounds like a bizarro universe <laughs> crossed into ours temporarily. <laughs> So I think I Matt this the Jima YouTube videos. Um, you're, I mean, I know what that, is your life that, like in Germany? <laughs> yeah, I know they have weird isolated rules. <laughs> <laughs> so, so lonely. So t- I mean, tell me what kind of stuff do they do they block over there? Um, well, actually, anything that contains music, or as I found <laughs> out, that could contain music. Yeah, scroll down on the dock. <laughs> I was. Uh, I was trying to watch a video that someone posted on Reddit of a dungeon run in Final Fantasy XIV, which we have never played, of course. And <laughs> We're not addicted to it. So the title more. was like, yeah, this is some unedited footage. So, I mean, what could go wrong? And I click on it and you get this message of, unfortunately, this video is not available in your country because it could contain music from UMG. It actually said could. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's like, you know, we're not sure that you have child porn in your house, but we're going to come and smash your computer and send you to jail anyway. Just, you know, in case. And the thing is, you, you know for a fact that there wasn't any music in there, unless it's the soundtrack from Final Fantasy, I guess. But it's funny because last week you were talking about how Google can OCR everything in your pictures and all that, but apparently they can't find out the difference between music and not music. Yeah, I guess that the music thumbprinting that services are always talking about, that's not really that advanced. Yeah. <laughs> It's so like, wh- there is, an, this is an audio format, therefore it could contain music, so you don't have to listen yeah. to anything, ever. There will be no, Germany is a completely silent country. <laughs> yeah. So no what music is, music allowed. Is it, is this part of like the, just the crazy copyright laws over there, where it's like everyone is super paranoid about infringing yeah, it's it's got to do with uh, well the, with the GMA or GEMA. Well, we call it GEMA. Let's just call it like that. Uh, <laughs> it's a collecting society, so it's you you just uh, register your songs with them, and whenever it's going to be played in the public or at a, a concert. So if I with my band were to cover a song that's uh, being published through the uh, through the GEMA, that uh, we would actually have to pay them money. And the money just to perform it, not to just try to just sell to perform anything. it. Oh, yeah. And I mean, <laughs> the, the biggest fuck you to any uh, artist is that even if you don't cover or play anything from the gamer, you still need to register your event with them and give them a playlist of the whole gig. Um, so you, uh, you have to actually <laughs> prove to them that you're not going to play any music. That's registered with them. So this is guilty until proven innocent. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they have every right to do that. Oh, that's so weird. So what things aren't terrible over there? <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. we have the Mac Rip. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. There is the Mac Rip. <laughs> so I'm, I'm noticing, too, it says here you also can't live stream any YouTube? Or, it's, or is it just really different? Um, no, we actually can't anymore. It used to work. I mean, uh, remember like, Barack Obama's inauguration or something? I could watch that. But uh, when I noticed that the first time, and then the screenshot, and when I took that screenshot, I was trying to watch, I think, the live stream from Swedish Mealtime, and it just didn't work. And so I did a quick googling, and everything that comes, uh, all that comes out on Google, is like a short page on the YouTube help docs that says, "Well, it's not available in Germany." period <laughs> that's it so i did a bit of googling and uh, i found out that it actually has to do with some well old law you you could say on our books which still holds up today because germany hasn't arrived in the 21st century at least at last in and uh, it's got to do with the fact that anything uh, that streams video through the internet where more than 500 people are watching it's considered a pirate tv station under wow. the law uh, the equivalent of a so TV power station. If you're successful, you're stealing. <laughs> yeah, pretty <Yep>. much. <laughs> so I, I assume that means like you couldn't watch Google I.O. since they streamed that on YouTube, right? Um, now that you say it, I think that worked. Uh, I think the... the um, they definitely had music. The, <laughs> they definitely yeah, had they music, had and <laughs> it was a live stream. Um, it, I think it has to do with the fact that... Um, if the audience you're streaming to is in Germany, like uh, the the uh, target audience is in Germany, I think it said something like this in the article, which is only in German. I'm sorry, and so it has got to do something with that, with who the target audience uh, target audience is, and so there's this also interpretation <laughs> layer of yeah. yeah. <laughs> this I, I can't remember the exact uh, phrasing, but there's a. This sounds like there's the the letter of the law is being enforced and absolutely not the spirit of the law because <laughs> yeah. you said it's like an outdated so clearly when people wrote this they were not thinking like one day there will be youtube streaming and people <laughs> will record themselves playing video games like yeah. there's just, i really doubt when they wrote this in probably like the 70s or 80s that they were like that's <laughs> that's what we're really after is those youtubers yeah. And the thing is that also it, it does, this law doesn't apply to something like Twitch, say, um, because Google or YouTube, yeah, Google, um, because they have a subsidiary in, in Germany. So that's why the law applies, applies to them. So Twitch is all right, uh, although it kind of <laughs> serves the same purpose in any kind of way. 
Yeah, so that's why I can watch you stream Hotline Miami. Or no, in the U.S. I can I can stream anything. That's true. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we can stream anything until it's uh, Nintendo or Disney or The Simpsons. Yeah, pretty much hell, so we're good. There, There is no way to find those things on the internet. Well... <laughs> <laughs> I, you can't find them easily on YouTube. It, it's really frustrating when, because I, I know The Simpsons entirely too well from years of wasted life, but it's really frustrating when I'm like, someone says something and I'm like, oh, there's this perfect line from The Simpsons. I want to send them like a three second clip. And I, I spent about a year doing that until I realized like, wait a minute, I never find these clips. Or when I do, it's taken with a potato on a TV <laughs> through like a Best Buy window so it's like Fox is so, and it's not their other stuff. There's lots of Fox shows that are on YouTube and on on you know Live Leak and whatever. Mm-hmm. But but for some reason, The Simpsons. Maybe it's Matt Groening. Maybe he's just <laughs> crazy. Is is his product not popular enough? Are those little clips really going to like <laughs> take he, money? Is his money been not deep <laughs> enough to swim through? Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to go to. He goes to Comic Con sometimes. I have to be like, why can't I find clips on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> there was. I'll have to find that one from that I showed you. It was bad. The Simpsons clip that was just oh, yes. through a fishbowl yeah, no, from yeah. another galaxy. Yeah. No, it's it's. It would have been an amazing recording in like 1918. It's like, wow, this is looking up. Like there, there's that San Francisco trolley video. <laughs> And then that train, that famous 3D train footage, and yeah. then this. Yep. It's the horse galloping. It's the it's actually individual Polaroid pictures of the Simpsons then stitched together. Yeah. And it probably still said in the description, no copyright intended. And <laughs> no copyright, copyright intended. And copyright, uh, like, miswritten, like... Yeah, W-R-I-T. You, <laughs> I love that on YouTube. Just, I don't own this. Well, no shit, dude. <laughs> well, listen, I've noticed people only do that for content that is well known not to be theirs. Like, yeah. no, one, no one ever films, like, a, a street performer and says, like, no copyright intended. They film, like, X-Men with a shoulder camera. <laughs> like, I didn't create the X-Men. It's like, thank you for clearing that up. I've never worked at Marvel. <laughs> I am, in fact, not Stan Lee. Just, here is a picture of me not being Stan Lee. Oh, yeah, you had to write copyright. Yeah. W-R-I-T. Oh, yeah. It's that, a good write from a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. No, that, uh, just, it's uh, like I'm lactose intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> I do lactose, and I am intolerant. <laughs> so I think... Mike, you, you mentioned, or what do you mentioned in here about virtual borders? Tell me about virtual borders. Well, I think that's just this game of stuff is relating to that, just having arbitrary, like, you are in a different geographical location, so network doesn't work suddenly. But, so then if we're, we're going to sweepingly say that they're dumb, which they're dumb, you're right, but can you, we have to go devil's advocate. Is there somewhere where they do apply? Nope. nope. <laughs> nope. Well, that, that's all that we have time for. So Why? Well, I mean, do you have an idea for that? Um, I this is a really I'm grasping at straws to be fair. But so in some countries they have very different laws about uh, drug purchasing over the internet than we do here in the states. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah. So I could see blocking that. And kind that's of something stuff. we very specifically enabled in the U.S. that states can't prevent commerce from other states. Well, I don't know. The drug example may not. Well, I mean from other countries. That. I know. Yeah. I'm saying inside the U.S. If you think of us as 50 little countries, right? We've made sure that interstate commerce is mostly protected. Yes. Which actually, so Matt, that's something I want to ask you about. Are you? Do you happen to be anywhere near the border of Germany? Uh, it's a two-hour drive to the western border. Okay, so you could literally, if you wanted to, drive two hours like across the border. Trip. Yeah, and, and yeah. spend your afternoon just streaming YouTube like nobody's business. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could drive to the Netherlands. I could stream all day. I could smoke <laughs> I could marijuana there, which I can't hear. <laughs> that's, see, that's something... I, unfortunately, I've never been fortunate enough to, to travel to Europe, but... I know in America, it has always really confused me that 
Like in in New England, for example, the states are pretty tightly packed. You have like New York, Connecticut, Rhode Island, Maine, Massachusetts, all just kind of like shoved up each other's butts. And they have different laws about really obnoxious things like when you can get a driver's license. So it's like I'm 17 in New Jersey, for example, and I can only have a learner's permit, but I can walk across the street to New York (laughs) and get a learner's permit at 15. That just seems like really silly that we still especially like now that, that should th- be federalized like that yeah. should just be the whole nation has well, one rule well and it seems like in the eu you would think some of these internet-y kind of laws that don't really have physical boundaries might also be federalized isn't the word well is EU it it's one of the problem <laughs> these rights organizations that every country has just because 20th century happened yes that uh <laughs> everyone wants their cut so when google or apple want to sell music it's like well you got to negotiate with every single one of us yeah yep. and pay all of us well so this this organization how did you say the gema how do you pronounce it the gema so yep. if you're going to do a performance, do you pay them per performance or do you pay them annually? Like, um, are you registered like the Screen Actors Guild? You pay them per event or if you have a club or something, you can pay them, I guess, annually. Depending on the size of the venue, the amount of people that fit in there, the kind of music that is played. If it's like a, if it's an orchestra, it's way more expensive than if it's just playback Jeez. music or something. So it's just really metering and, and it, creativity. And, yeah. and they tried to change something about this in the recent years, and it only got worse. Like uh, clubs <laughs> that have to pay 1,000% of what they used to pay to them, <sighs> closing up. And so yeah, it's all it, gone apeshit. Do they send little moles around to police it? or Yeah, they actually do that. If, you, if you're going to make your own event, uh, you got to have to be quite paranoid. I remember... Uh, a few months ago, we played a gig, or we we made our own gig with uh, Salt Disguise, with one of my bands, and we actually made a point to, before the gig and after the gig, only play music through the PA that wasn't at, uh, wasn't registered with the GEMA, <laughs> and we actually we actually wrote emails to each and every uh, every single artist, and got a lot of responses. So everything went well, and we got a list. So in case in case someone were to come there we actually could have uh, handed them a list and everything would be okay and yeah. it was all genetic that's, opinions, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah most of it of course <laughs> and um well that's the way you have to do it in in fact so there's no way around it well i remember you you sent me like a very official sounding letter requesting yeah yeah we had to be very official about this very clear that you are the owner of the music and you give us permission to play it and that you actually confirm that you're not registered at the gema or anything like that yeah because uh, there are other there are other societies but they don't have the same power this is i'm i'm always flabbergasted by this because i i heard from an old colleague of mine something like the easiest way to make money is to become a governing body for someone who's yeah. actually doing work. <laughs> and it's so, you know, Mike and I both working in academia, whenever I talk to someone who is terrified of um, accreditation, like, oh, we have to do this complete, we have to do triple backflips while opening a can of Campbell's soup because <laughs> that's what the accreditation board wants. All I can think is like, those people must be down there laughing themselves just stupid. Like dance monkey. <laughs> yeah, well, they roll around in their piles of money. And it's like I know I I know these organizations probably, and I feel like I'm being generous here. They probably start out with a very high-minded goal. You know, for for music, they're like, well, we want to make sure that people aren't stealing each other's music, and we want to protect the artists so that they're not afraid to create stuff. But that lasts like a week, <laughs> and then they turn into like these evil puppet masters. They're like, "Oh, you want to take a deep breath? Well, that guy has a copyright on taking deep breaths while singing, so you got to pay him." Yeah. It's like, but but there's prior art for deep breathing. I just don't. Uh, uh. There is a little bit of this in the U.S. It's not as bad, I don't think. But oh, no, we definitely have it. Yeah, we have rights organizations that go around and screw with everyone. RIAA. We have something here that I assume is is a worldwide problem, but every once in a while I will queue up a YouTube video on my phone and it says not available on mobile. Like, why not? Such an arbitrary (laughs) distinction. 
Yeah. Oh, I, is your screen not 12 inches? Yeah. I guess this suddenly doesn't work. Uh, it's like, I I can stream the data. I have a screen. I can hear sound. What it's, other requirements are there? Yeah, why is this suddenly illegal? <laughs> yeah, and that's um, the, the message is so terse. It just is not re- available on mobile. So is it a law? Is it a priority of the, the person who made the video? Like, I And it no can't idea. be the ad platform stuff because they fixed that with YouTube. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm trying to find out right now because if I remember correctly, you can set it as a as the uploader yourself. And the thing is, it's an option if I remember correctly. Oh yeah, and YouTube um, you can prevent that says Ugh. yeah. I think I found it here. Allo- no, that's it's not allow bang. but it's something like uh, you can allow it uh, on mobile and TVs or not mobile and not TV. So it's like one check mark for both of these options. I think that's where the problem problem stems from. I would love to know why they even provide that option. I mean, yeah. who who cares? There must be some of the high-profile YouTube clients, like Vivo or someone. Except that those, their crap works. Yeah, it's it. It was a high-profile client. That's almost definitely it. Some loudmouth Viacom. Yeah, said no. We want our stuff totally be online, and this was probably before they fixed mobile ads. And now it's there. It's set in stone. It's too late. Yeah, it's, it's ruined like, for I everybody. Want to watch your, I don't want to watch your ads, but I will watch your ads. Yeah. I got that way with like just certain TV shows. Like it was like The Mentalist. It's like not a great show, with procedural <laughs> crime. But there was like a period where like I just wanted to watch it. I liked the main actor. I was like, yeah, I'll just stream it. Not available anywhere. I can't even buy it on iTunes. There's Ugh. no way except sitting my butt down at exactly when it broadcasts. Or waiting until the DVDs come out. Like, I'm going to buy those. So, are, are you familiar with the oatmeal, Matt? The the comedian and comic artist? Yep. So, he did a thing a while back about Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. And he was like, you know, I can't stream it. I can't buy it anywhere digitally. The DVD doesn't come out until long after the season's over. And so, he ultimately pirated it. Or at least he, his cartoon version pirated it. And... The valid argument that I heard back is the companies are not required by any law or social pressure to make things available to you at a time and in a format of your liking. So if they are willing to have a stupid business model that is (laughs) stupid and makes their product unavailable, that's their prerogative. It's like, yeah, but... But that's stupid. Like, why are we saying, like, well, if they want to totally collapse and be stupid, they should. It's Don't we want to, like, encourage them to not do that? To maybe make their stuff available where people will throw money at them by the cartoon's burlap sack load? (laughs) So, I don't know. I I mean, like, I get cerebrally, I get the argument that it's like, well, if they want to be... their stuff. Yeah, if they want to fail, then it's up to them to fail, but... Then there's the other part of me that's like, yeah, but they won't fail. People will pirate it, and then they'll buy the DVDs, and in their minds, that will justify their archaic business model. And that's what frustrates me, is I know that there's a bunch of executives sitting around a board table, and they're like, well, our DVD sales were phenomenal, so clearly that still works. And it's like, no, it's because there's no other way. Yeah. If you gave us options, you would see your DVD sales tank. Yeah. Ugh. And for this very reason, I have only seen the first season of Game of Thrones. I haven't seen any of it. I we got it from the library. <laughs> it had the first, you know, it was like a clear library, plastic. Those things are going to die. Oh, sorry, librarians. So maybe enough on internet borders. I think so. There's some other <laughs> hyperbole. So I maybe this is. I'm just slow for not noticing this a lot sooner. But Wired. And hyper, hyperbolic headlines, like, everything they do has this crazy... Yeah. Like, their articles are fine. Yeah, like, but they've got they have, full BuzzFeed headlines. Yeah, they have good journal... Like, they're, most of the time, their articles are pretty level-headed, like, not crazy, have caveats, have disclaimers. But then they write these headlines, like, Google's refined Roboto font anticipates the future. <laughs> or the worst one that we saw recently is why Apple's Swift language will instantly remake computer programming. <laughs> that one's my favorite. Because <laughs> computer programming is a really broad and pretty old concept. So, to such a reductive 
I mean, that it's like it's awful. Yeah. But then the article itself is like really measured and well reasoned, and they back up why they feel. And they mention everyone else doing similar stuff, or yeah, <laughs> like the you know these old ways are finally really starting to die out, and they stuck with Objective C for so long, and the fact that they did this shows that even the people who are really deeply entrenched in tradition have come around to the new way, and it's like <laughs> yeah. it's so well measured. But the article title is just like clickbait. Instantly remake. <laughs> Instantly solve everything ever. Yeah, I don't... Wired, stop it. Wired, <laughs> stop. no. Stop. It's, you're better than this. Maybe the, in their mind, this is the compromise. It's like, we'll get them in. It's like, you know, come for the coffee, stay for the pie. Like, you know, like we... It's unlimited coffee refills if you come in. But really, you're going to stay because we'll sell you this delicious slice of apple pie. So you come in for the terrible clickbaity headline yeah. and then you end up actually reading the whole article. So what was that Twitter account that just like tweets the answers to the stupid oh, headlines? It's called uh, <laughs> Saved You a Click. Yeah, I'll I'll throw a link to that in the show notes. Yes, there's a Twitter uh, account called Saved You a Click which does exactly what it sounds like where all they do is retweet the terrible link baity title and the one takeaway you actually care about. <laughs> like the one that I just saw either this morning or last night was um, it, the article title was like how to get HBO without cable. And then they said they all actually involve cable, cable but some of them are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so the article title isn't just link baity. It's outright false. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even worse than uh, – what we see in newspapers a lot here is the question yeah. style. Like Fox News is big on that. Like, is Obama going to eat your children? <laughs> the answer is no. Pro and con. Let's get two equal yeah. opposite <laughs> viewpoints to debate this as a legitimate controversy. Yeah, the, the answer is make always them scream no. at each other. <laughs> yeah. Do you see this in Germany, Matt? Like, I would think because people are so terrified of like libel and stuff that they would be afraid to do like a like. You know, are German citizens about to kidnap your family in the night? Question mark. Like, I would think you wouldn't see a lot of that. Right? Uh, actually, you do see that. Crap. Uh, from, <laughs> yeah, you see that uh, from the Bild Zeitung, which is kind of the Fox News or Sun of Germany. And they're full of rubbish headlines that are kind of the same hyperbole that we can see here. And it's just like... For, for some time, there was a series of articles which were actually on the front page about how Hitler was kind of connected to UFOs and aliens, and they were <laughs> they were fucking honest with that. <laughs> they, I, I think they used to be or still are the most uh, highest-selling newspaper. I, I don't even want to call it a newspaper. It's more like a tabloid, but it's uh, very well-known. So have you guys heard of Betteridge's Law of Headlines? It's sort of like Poe's Law, but it's different, <laughs> or Godwin's Law. It's basically, if a headline is asking a question, the answer is no. Yes. Yeah, yeah I have it. Yeah, because otherwise you wouldn't do that. Like it, and the only kinds of publications that do small, fair, and balanced things would not phrase their headline that way. Yeah. It would say, like, you know, we wanted to see if such and such would happen, and here are our results. They wouldn't do it in, like, a grabby, sneaky way. Yeah. I, so, we have established you have the McRib. And I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to find additional things that make... No McRib uh, intended. Yeah. That make <laughs> us seem terrible in Germany, seem like a wonderful paradise. But really, it just seems like you've got copyright nightmare land over there. And, and all the terrible... And do you habits. want uh, in immigration forms for the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> so, actually... I'm surprised to hear you say that you had a bunch of articles about Hitler because we tend to pretend like all the bad things we've ever done never happened. Yeah, the in US the is States. a master of that. Yeah, we don't really <laughs> yeah. talk about the Civil War. We don't. We never talk about the internment camps we had. That's strictly for Europeans. They did that. We would never do that, <laughs> even though we totally did more than once. And... <laughs> <laughs> but it's like they just or never come up. Tears or yeah, none of that. 
Yeah, so I'm surprised that you would have like front page articles, even though they sound kind of ridiculous, aliens and all. Yeah, I mean they they just to sell to sell papers, but I mean there are enough people who believe that shit. So, are th- are these basically the National Enquirer equivalent, or are they given more prominence in Germany? Like the you know like giant fat man baby gives birth to reptiles. Like, is it basically? I think that? I've seen that headline there. <laughs> <laughs> Something that sounds like it. But no, are, are, these are serious papers. No. <laughs> the thing oh, is, a, if, a lot of people, if you ask them if you can see them uh, read the build sighting, they just say, yeah, read it for the sports part of it. <laughs> but but really, it's like uh, you're watching Honey Boo Boo and just watching it for the ta- train wreck. And then from time to time, you find some people actually believe the stuff that's in there. <laughs> so the I read Playboy for the article. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, <clears throat> I just realized... I'm getting dangerously close to being like, oh, you're from another country. I have to bombard you with how weird your country is questions. Well, so, it is weird to me. <laughs> but if I do go too far down that rabbit hole, please just say something like, shut up, stupid American. That's nah, okay. I don't want to turn into that guy. I hate that guy. That's also a perennial like Ask Reddit thing is like, what's something about your country that people never stop asking? Or I am a German. Uh, Ask me anything. Yeah. <laughs> I think that might have to be a show title. I'm a German. <laughs> ask me anything. We've got a lot of good ones. We do. Sometimes we completely forget to think of show titles, and then other times like this, we end up spending 10 minutes after the show with this like, deep debate of which one's truly the best one. <laughs> oh my one. god, which one are we going to take this time? <laughs> this is going to mean I'm, everything to our I'm going gonna, gonna to queue up random mark. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we're we're going to have to use that. <laughs> So, Mike, you put in here about the Roboto font. Well, I mean, you want to talk about hyperbolic headlines. Yeah, it was the real reason. It was the real reason. the article itself. Well, I want to ask you guys about, because I've seen some of your stuff, Matt, like some of the the cosplay stuff you build. So, I mean, you're obviously like a design-centered attention detail. I've seen Mike pour over (laughs) moving an image back and forth by a pixel. And to be fair, his products are always amazing. So, like, I'm not faulting either of you for the time you put in. But... I saw the comparison between old Roboto and new Roboto, and it's really minor. The biggest noticeable one is instead of square, the circle dots like above yeah. eyes and and the 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 foot of the R yeah like I don't know what to call it. So here's what the I've serif. never gotten. <laughs> here's what I've never gotten about fonts is the terms that people use to describe fonts when they're pairing them like oh you can use a serious font and like a playful font i'm like oh i, I kind of i was with you at serious like times new roman is like a pretty standard serious like business newspaper kind of font but then when people talk about like playful and this one's energetic and this one's kind of got like a comic tone but it's like a dark comedy i'm like how do you see that well obviously they mean papyrus (laughs) (laughs) do you think it's like people tasting wine yes i mean that's how it feels i'm like it's just like has a woody texture yeah i just i don't finish is strong the reason i don't immediately write them off as being insane is because when fonts are paired well I don't notice it because they're paired well. When fonts are paired poorly, I'm like, ugh. <laughs> but that's as far as I've gotten into like my font pairing mastery. So I know that you differences know exist. Flaming wreck. <laughs> yes. It's like I recognize the difference between a car and a car that's on fire, but I don't recognize the difference between a Buick and a Lamborghini. Like I, I'm, I have, I'm like colorblind to font quality. It's terrible. Like, do you actually see this stuff, either of you? I, I think I've just, over time, seen more of it. It's okay. not like this. I have this magic power or something. <laughs> it's just the more you look at them, the more you use them, you just start to notice things, and you're like, ooh, that I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, it, it doesn't feel right. Matt, what, the, how do you feel about this? Well, I remember the first time I really delved into this topic was when I uh, designed our first cover for the, our first album. And I kind of got stuck on Futura, which uh, another font. band. The Wes used. Anderson and font. <laughs> yes. I, I, I love that font. And, and uh, if you kind of start using one font, you start to see it everywhere. And uh, funny thing is, in Germany, our railroad systems, all the signs are in Futura or in the old version oh. of Futura. So I see it actually, I see it every day. <laughs> and um, so I started getting like 
now Futura is my favorite, so I kind of try to use it everywhere, but it doesn't really work well for long attacks. So when I saw this Roboto, the new Roboto, uh, like the old Roboto, kind of started <laughs> to think like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to use that. <laughs> so I, But does I it know, pair I, well? If, if your headers are in Futura, will it does pair well? Does it pair well with an IPA or a porter? <laughs> <laughs> Should you order yeah, the steak? I've always or? heard that they, that you should pair a serif font with a font with a non uh, sans serif font. Oh uh, yeah, so yeah, the same family or yeah. Yeah, similar. Yeah, but but the problem is I really don't like serifs at all. It's just like major keys. I don't like them, <laughs> so I always just use sans serifs everywhere. And major keys feel kind of important <laughs> to write off entirely. Major chords can exist, just not major chords. Oh, just not okay. in a major key. Okay, <laughs> no, that's fair. See, I, I cannot. We cannot Which get that too deep came up in the, music because I will be ep- overrun so fast. In the pseudobook episode, Matt was in. He talked about his friend that wrote a song with only minor chords. Oh, <laughs> did it just sound like horror movie music? <laughs> Even worse than that, depressing horror music. <laughs> it was like an emo horror movie, like somebody's college uh, art project for their their film undergrad. There is something that just sounds like open mic night about like only minor chords. Like you didn't really figure out how music works. You're just playing sad yeah. chords that don't really go together. <laughs> yeah, and I feel bad for there was a coffee house used to, near where I used to live that had like an open mic night like three nights a week, and it was close enough to walk, so we would go over there sometimes. And it, it was in that place that I realized that there was a difference. It's not, not everybody who plays music is trying to make it big. Some people like the coffee house scene. They just like playing music. They don't want to go on tour. They don't want to have to put out a new album every year. It's not a business. Yeah, exactly. They just enjoy playing music. And I felt bad when I realized, like, oh, I've always put everyone into the never going to make it and about to make it bin. <laughs> because, and it came to me because I went up to this one guitar player. He played an acoustic guitar and did like a little bit of singing. And he was amazing, like really technically amazing. The songs he played were beautiful. I think they were originals, but I'm not positive. But like everything was great. And I went up to him and I was like, wow, so you're going to be famous like tomorrow, right? Because I mean, like the second the right person hears you and he's like, I know, I never... He's like, the second this becomes a job, I will smash my guitar and stop forever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, I'm a closed-minded idiot. <laughs> right? So, I mean, like, because I know, like, you and I have talked about this, Mike. Like, you, you're like, well, if people throw money at me, that's cool. But I'm not going to, like, live out of a van and sell all my worldly goods just to try and become a famous musician. So, it's, Matt, you, you have more than one band, it sounds like? Yeah, I've got two yeah, bands. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Yeah, so why aren't yeah. you famous yet? <laughs> I don't know. I'm doing something wrong. Maybe I've used the wrong fonts. <laughs> <laughs> You're pairing too many sans serifs and sans serifs. You've got to get yeah. some serifs in there. Yeah. Probably going to do that on our next album. I'm going to record <laughs> it just to use a new font so I can establish the new brand. It'll, it'll be Georgia, <laughs> let's be honest. Georgia's a good nah. font. But does it pair well with a good white wine? Well, I've I mean, started I mean, using Tahoma more. <laughs> Tahoma. Isn't that one of the, is that one of the defaults a, in Office? Yeah, or? When, or yeah it's, think, it's not Calibri, but... Yeah. yeah I think the, uh, the, the, the whole UI, I think the default font in that is Tahoma and like 11 that points. just speaks to your deep love of microsoft Ooh, yeah here no yeah. i have another fun <laughs> you're a foreigner question um <laughs> so it, you're not just yourself but the general culture in germany like speak um, for all of germany yeah, speak for all germans <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> so uh are you big pro open source over there or are you more like enterprise all the things I think it's a mixed bag. Uh, there's there's a big open source culture over here, of course. I mean, we've got the Chaos Computer Club, and uh, so of course companies are going to work with uh, what they what they can use best. So, I mean, in my company, we use Windows everywhere. We use Office, and I think they're in talks right now about getting us iPhones, which kind of doesn't really fit in there somewhere. Yeah, what yeah, the hell? No. <laughs> That's, that is not an end-to-end integrated solution. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe they're like, the iPhone does what we want you to do on your phone well, so that's the phone we're going to give you. I, I'm assuming <laughs> that they put thought into it, not just that they're like, ooh, shiny. 
<laughs> oh, we've got money to throw around. Let's what? get everyone yeah, an iPad. Buy everyone get an iPad. The one to one. Oh. <laughs> so, what do you use? Are you an iPhone guy, Android guy? Are you? A, a, are you a I'm Symbian an, guy? <laughs> no, I'm an Android guy. I got the uh, Nexus Four when it was reduced in price. Oh last yeah, because I tweeted that out. Oh, okay. Yes. So you're a smart guy. Good. <laughs> take, you're a smart man. You take, bought take, Android. Take that, Apple people. <laughs> oh, and, and, and apart. <laughs> And apart from that, on desktop, I've always been using Windows. I just, I never got into Linux because of the software I need to because use. Because desktop That's Linux has always been. Yeah, it's a, every year yeah. is the year of the Linux desktop. It's always it's Little Orphan Annie thinking tomorrow she's going to get adopted. Like it's <laughs> next year is always the year of the Linux desktop. So will you PC game? Don't you, Matt? Mas- yes, Master Race all the way. <laughs> yeah, PC Master Race. Everything on high definition with the big, best settings. <laughs> your, your 4K screen. Do you have one of those crazy recliner chairs where your monitor is like up above you? <laughs> oh, I wish I had. <laughs> I've I've always been curious about those, but it seems so awkward to type up, like to have my keyboard like up in you know above me. Just like, is there like a good pop culture reference for that? I think I'm picturing the same thing. Well, it's like every sci-fi movie in the 70s and 80s had like one of those crazy egg pods yeah. where like the keyboard like slid out. You're in like was, a cockpit. Yeah, it's of, really weird. I mean, and maybe they're super comfortable and awesome. And the reason nobody has them is because they're dumb looking and expensive. <laughs> so it's like the Google Glass of chairs. Like you, <laughs> Google you, Glass of chairs. Yeah, useful, but stupid looking and expensive. I mean, I love my Google Glass. It is stupid looking and expensive. <laughs> like, there's just no. I'm, what am I gonna lie about it? Like, <laughs> actually, what do you use it for? Um, so my primary thing. I wish I could say I had like some intelligent way that it it made everyone's life way better. But honestly, the the best <laughs> thing. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So that that picture has to go on the show. <laughs> I love that it's a CRT. That's it's the, best. the saddest looking bed I've seen in a long time. So for our audio listeners, you have to go to the show notes, if for nothing else, than to find this homemade crazy chair computer bed contract. Oh my god, <laughs> this looks like something out of like a nightmare. Like when they kidnapped Tony Stark and they wanted him to build and like this is the equipment they gave him. He had like his super lab and then they give him a CRT. Windows 95. <laughs> and I love how like the Linksys router is just lying down there. <laughs> there on the floor. Like it, he, lucky he had a long enough cable or else it would be hanging. Yeah. <laughs> uh, be like everything else line. in the picture. Oh my God. And there's just a malevolent looking cat in the middle of the bed. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even notice the cat. <laughs> it it kind of blends in, but it's got cat laser eyes from the Flash. Ugh. And of course, the the natural extended keyboard. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, the Microsoft. You know, you gotta be comfortable, Mike, when you're laying in your stolen hospital bed with no sheets <laughs> and staring at your seat. Oh my god, this is like so terrifying. So whoever's listening, you have to have opened the image or else the past minute has been useless to you. And you just know whoever used this computer was handcuffed to that bed. <laughs> no for, one got into this by choice. For show notes, head to flippingtablespodcast.com slash 023. Okay. Um, uh, okay. Back yes, to glass. Yes. So, so my, my one legitimate use, and don't get me wrong, I've, I've gotten some like interesting things out of it. Like I, I took a long bike ride recently and I took some pictures while I was riding, so that was cool. But the main like really beneficial thing I've done is um, I have a, a 10-month-old daughter and she's more than old enough to recognize when I'm holding a camera between her and myself. So she'll stop doing whatever she's doing because she's like, oh, there's a thing. Yeah, and she reaches out for it. But with Glass, I can just be playing with her and then either use the voice command or reach up and there's a dedicated shutter button. And I can just press the shutter and snap like a super fast picture of her like while we're interacting. So I've gotten a couple of like amazing pictures where she's, it looks like she's looking at me, right? You know, like it's an amazing like fourth wall breaking, like she's staring right Mm -hmm. into the camera. Um you know, like, would I say that those pictures are all worth $1,500? Probably not. Um, but I didn't pay for it. So, to me, they're all priceless. Oh, man. Yeah. But, I mean, it's, you know, I, 
Yeah, I have lots of great pictures of my daughter that we took with regular cameras. So it does fine. seem like it, what tends to happen with baby pictures is they're looking above the camera. At yeah, because they're looking up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Whereas with these, it's like she's staring right at me. It's awesome. And I know like Susan's gotten in the habit of taking pictures from like right below her face. I don't know if she even realizes she's doing it, but like she'll hold her phone right below yeah. her face so that the baby's looking almost right at the shutter. Like it's yeah. really, really close. And they're great pictures, but she either naturally just came to that conclusion or she, you know, had to figure out the best way to do it. You it's- need to they need to sell a camera that looks like a face. <laughs> well, I mean, like, they'd just be terrifying. <laughs> there's, there's those old like JC Penny photo studio and like Kmart photo studio from like the nineties and eighties when everybody went to get family portraits where the guy always had like a bunny puppet, yeah. you know, there's like a little ducky like tape to the top of the camera really awkwardly. And he's like, look at the ducky. Look, oh, honey, look up here at the ducky. So then everybody's looking at the camera, but the kid is like staring <laughs> like, uh, it's like what it, when is that rabbit puppet going to do something interesting? <laughs> just stop just waving it. Yeah, basically child photography is terrible. And I'm sure in 10 years I will look back and be like, oh, thank God I took these pictures with Google Glass because they're phenomenal. <laughs> but I I wouldn't, unless you have a ton of disposable income and a kid yeah. that you can't get a good picture of, I don't think I could recommend it. <laughs> Those are the criteria. Yeah, just for that. I just think it's funny, like the first time they announced Google Glass and showed a tech demo of it, I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. I want that. I don't care how much I got to save up for this. And the more I see of it, I'm just like, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to really use that all day. I think, uh, I think a smartwatch would be more useful for me right now. Yeah. And on the other end, you've got something like Chromecast, which like 30 bucks, I just bought it out of whim. And I use this every day. Oh, yeah. I, I was like, mine. yeah, I'm just going to get this. I'm probably going to use it once a week or so. And uh, it's kind of gotten really useful. And it actually does have a uh, crunchy roll. So this is, uh, there's, there's no virtual bottle there. Streaming service. I can, actually, I can actually stream anime there without them uh, freaking out. Blocking, blocking <laughs> me from it. At least not yet. Maybe they just haven't noticed yet. Yeah. Well, now they're on to you because they're going to listen to this. They're like, ah, we're coming for you, Matt. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on the usefulness of glass. Um, it Because it is actually, you know, like, it's nice to just have the little clock up there. And, like, if I'm riding my bike and I get a text message, I don't have to even look away from where I'm riding because it just, like, pops onto the screen. And even though I'm not a particularly style-conscious person, I mean, I don't want to go outside looking like a hobo, but I I am very, very aware when I'm wearing glass, that I am wearing glass. Oh, it does. You know, one other thing it has that I haven't made a lot of use of is um, you can plug an earbud into it, and then the microphone's actually pretty good because it's a bone conducting mic. So you can use it as like a Bluetooth headset for calls, which I've done a couple of times, and it's not bad. But for that to really be useful, you have to be wearing glass and have the earbud in. Which, if you're, like, listening to music or something through it, that kills the battery even faster, and the battery already does not last very long. The feature we all want for everything. Just give me battery life. Yes. And maybe don't let it get so hot that it scalds the side of my face. Maybe that. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know how they're going to fix And maybe way less. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing. Some more battery, but way less. (laughs) Yes. Some more efficient batteries. Or at least make them changeable. Yeah, I, I'm okay. sure that the battery in there is so tightly... Because the thing is tiny. Yeah. It it doesn't look clunky. The only reason it's immediately obvious that you're wearing glass is because it comes out in front of your face. The The sidearm is actually not much bigger than the glasses Mike is wearing right now. Which is a way of saying your glasses are huge. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, so just... Uh, I'm wait, I want to get an Android Wear watch. Are you going to get one? Are you, are you waiting for the Moto 360? That's what I am doing. <laughs> and maybe I'm going to get one for Christmas. I, I, it's on my list. Probably probably going to get it then. But w- which one was the circular one? That, yeah, it's the 360. Yeah, I'm not going to get that. No? <laughs> no. You settling like, for the guach? <laughs> yep. yep. I like rectangular things. Germans, like corners. Very stark. <laughs> <laughs> It had to happen once. I've gone like 45 minutes without making a single joke like that. That's well, at least your excellent. German accent is better than mine. Oh, if, if I had put just two or three more words in that sentence, it would have totally collapsed. 
if if uh, so if Matt, another you're a foreigner question. Since we're <laughs> since those are allowed now, apparently. Yeah, um, I set the. Trend. If you're if you're joking with your friends and someone adopts an American accent, what is it, what what's the go to style? Is it like Southern drawl? You're a foreigner question. I don't know if that ever happened yet. <laughs> I mean, we're we, not worth talking uh, about. <laughs> well, isn't every, isn't friends, the rest of the world just center on America? How come? Nah, <laughs> not really. Well, like Japan, more and the UK. No, seriously, when we're joking around, we're mostly... When, when we do it in English, it's in a British accent. Because uh, it's Monty Python and all British. that. British. Yeah. British way better. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> No, that's fair. I think when most Americans want to sound like an intelligent English speaker, they probably go <laughs> not to a good American English, but to a good British yeah, English. Yeah, just don't go all Oxford. You never go all Oxford. <laughs> never no. go full Oxford. <laughs> well, it does seem like the, the go-to when... Uh, well, my brother's wife grew up watching Friends. That's how she <laughs> learned English. <laughs> She's from France. But there is sort of a tendency to be like... Bear, 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 bear. Yeah. <laughs> like, the southern drawl is like the most easy to lampoon i guess i know at least in england that's very that's their view of american english and it's kind of insidious because that's a dialect it's not an intelligence marker there are brilliant people that have a southern drawl yes and yet there's like there's a tendency to be like i'm an idiot yep and it's like that's actually kind of really unfair well and the opposite is true for like a posh yeah. English accent is like oh still be a moron. you're British you must be brilliant and it's like no you're British you just speak English <laughs> like you could still you could be brilliant or a total idiot like there's they're on they're unrelated I mean and uh, no go ahead no, no you now I was just gonna say uh, somehow to get this kind of back on topic Google kind of <laughs> can understand each and every accent you you throw it it's like with Google Voice you now now Voice is the the phone the phone service, right? Yeah, because yeah. We never, well, we never got that in Europe. I don't know but, what they uh, call their transcription service. I don't know if the it voice has a name. search or something. Yeah, well, whatever. That, that I mean, I've, <laughs> that's the fun thing. I've got my Android set to actually set to British English. So <laughs> <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, actually, actually, have to force the British ang- accent <laughs> to understand me. <laughs> so will it not do German? Uh, yes, it does. But uh, I don't know. I like my I like my Android English. All right. That's I, unfortunately I only speak one language and I only do that okay. So it's difficult for me to say which one I would opt for. And Portuguese well, is the language you know, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, are we not you, speaking Portuguese right now? <laughs> and also you seem to get uh, updates earlier if you've got it set to English like uh, my uh, boyfriend has the same huh. Nexus 4 on German and the uh, the Google Now reminders showed up like 3 months after we well, after I had it. That's I don't weird. know. I don't know why. Uh, Maybe the the, the feature was N takes time. The localization. I, English I master race. I mean, they <laughs> yeah, are they're an air quotes American company. So I mean, you and, don't need air quotes. Google is an American it, company. Yeah, but they have a pretty strong holding all over the world. I mean, they're an American company the way like IBM or Boeing is an American company. Like they. Yeah, they're based they have, here, I guess. I mean, do they have any important offices everywhere else? Their uh, their Irish office has honest to god people in it. Not, yep. Not like <laughs> Apple's, which is like an outhouse with a mailbox in front of it. Yeah, and I was in Germany just here, so YouTube gets blocked. <laughs> Other than that, it's kind of useless. They, I think, don't they have offices in? They have offices in mainland Europe, though. They're not only in the UK. Yeah, yeah. they've got one in Hamburg. And uh, yeah, as you said, they've got an Ireland. I think that the Nexus shipped from Ireland when I bought it. Yeah. Well, there's some kind of crazy uh, tax shenanigans you can do if you're in Ireland. Yeah. Which is why Apple has their an office there. But there's nobody. <laughs> I mean, there's literally nobody there. there. If you look at the employee list, it has zero employees. It's managed by someone who also manages branches in America and lives in America. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's a total joke, but it's not illegal. So it's they, it's tax stuff. I mean, yeah. some of it is understandable. Just like you sold a billion dollars in that country, and to bring it back to the U.S. means paying the U.S. a whole bunch of right. money, and it's hard to be like, yeah, but you're an American company, deal with it. Or you're like, no. We yeah. didn't sell this in the U.S. Why should we be taxed? Right. And Again. if it stopped there, <laughs> then I would say, absolutely. 
but it doesn't because they'll also do things where they're like, oh, well, technically this went out through our office in Ireland, so it counts as a sale in Ireland. And it's like, yeah, but it was bought by a guy in Michigan, <laughs> so how is that not an American sale? And it's like, well, it's shipped from Ireland. What can I tell you? So it's, I think there's a terrible name for that particular method of cheating taxes. It's called something like a double Dutch Irish sandwich. <laughs> it sounds like a, a nasty, like, yeah. a, like a Cleveland steamer yes. or something. Yeah, it's terrible. And the thing is, I want to Google it so I can put a link in the show notes. But if I'm off by even a single word, I'm going to get terrible results. <laughs> so let's see. Double Dutch Irish. No? Okay. Double Dutch Irish Sandwich Apple is the very second result. Oh, thank God it's the safe one. <laughs> it's not like a lemon party. Or exactly. <laughs> yeah, so for anyone, if we have any listeners that are super interested in tax law. Do not search for lemon party. Do not search for lemon party. Or do, because you can be interested in multiple things. <laughs> but there multiple. will be a link to the Double Dutch Irish Sandwich in the show notes. Because it's fascinating, but it's also like, it'll make you kind of hate companies that do this. Unless you're a libertarian, then you'll be like, damn right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're not, we don't have to go off on a libertarian. Right? I know, I know. <laughs> I was just thinking of that 4chan screen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Fond memories of 4chan. <laughs> yeah. Home Depot presents the police. <laughs> I, put my, I put a dime into my car to start it. <laughs> So, the Matt, you had made fun. I was running late this morning to record, and I, I was on the train long enough to see you guys harangue me about the Vessel Cup. Um, I actually, I'm, I'm not caught up on Colbert. What did he have to say about the Vessel? I didn't actually watch it. Really? And I couldn't watch it. Ah, you guys are killing me. Here I thought you were all prepared. Now, yeah. I, luckily, I could find it on YouTube because for some reason, even Comedy Central started blocking Germany. I mean, I, I used oh, to be able to watch like uh, Daily Show in South Park and Colbert. Yeah, can yeah, you do Hulu, um, or does that? No, do they still count that. No, no, <laughs> uh, we don't even have Net Netflix. I mean, we've got alternatives, but yeah. I was always waiting for ne Netflix to come here. <sighs> so, what do you watch while you're eating your McRib? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know YouTube series. <laughs> you watch someone else eat a McRib while you eat one. Yeah, I mean, no Netflix, no Hulu. I mean, I, I was able to cut cable because of Amazon streaming, Netflix, and Hulu. I would have to pay some terrible conglomerate for television service. It's, it's awful. It just sounds awful. So I, okay, we're going to have to skip the yeah. vessel thing. That's fine. But so I guess the, <laughs> thanks a lot, guys. Yeah, th thanks, guys. <laughs> But uh, so the last the last interesting topic we have, and this is I'm, I'm curious about how you guys feel about this. The Google stopped requiring real names for Google Plus accounts. I think it should have been that way from the start. I agree. Matt. Everybody thinks that way. <laughs> so do you think? So okay, we all agree that we're cool with pseudonyms and non-real names. Pseudo Michael. <laughs> how do you think this is going to impact? the google plus community i don't think it's gonna make much i mean i'm the people that did not want to use their real name are probably gonna be happy yeah but i don't think it's gonna change the fortunes one way or the other well do, it's do you not think it's gonna like drag down everything. the quality because that's what a lot of people are concerned about right is you're a lot more confident commenting on someone's post with like poop fart and a link to did, 4chan did youtube get a lot more civil no. <laughs> no, not really. When they had to be real names? No, they did not. <laughs> but there was also this huge legacy buildup of people with fake names. Yeah. I, I don't think it'll make a big difference. Nah. Yeah, I mean, I hope People not. are jerks on the internet. Yeah, even with their name exposed. Yeah. So, I mean, even my, with the name and their face exposed. That's true. So, I mean, I'm, I think out of the three of us, I probably use Google Plus the most. And... My feeling on any social network has always been, well, I don't follow people who are assholes. Like, Twitter is an excellent example. I love Twitter, and there's lots and lots of stupid yeah. people on Twitter. I mean, way more than there are smart people. Because there's, I mean, if you count, like, stupid robot accounts and stupid parody accounts, there's more fake and dumb accounts than there are just, like, normal, interesting people. So but what about wet horse? <laughs> yeah, what is up with that? <laughs> It just tickled me. <laughs> it, were you like, 
up late and drunk and overtired. It wasn't that late. <laughs> but drunk. It's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, so Freddy... It just keeps falling into buckets and ponds, and then it just says, like, I am a horse. <laughs> so it, this is... Now I have to link to it. Yeah, so we'll put a link to this in the show notes. But just, there's... I will sum this up briefly. <laughs> the latest one, drenched. <laughs> I'll sum this up briefly. There is a Twitter account called I am a wet horse that all it tweets about is that he's wet or the awkward way in which he just became wet. And bu- that's it. A bucket of water fell on my head today. I'm not sure how, but it happened. I'm a horse. Yeah. This is This is this is what Twitter's all about. Multimillion dollar <laughs> company. Yeah. This is this is what we're doing with our world changing information sharing technology. Some we can we can start revolutions in Iran. <laughs> we can just read about a wet horse. On the Sometimes it feels like I'll never be a dry horse. <laughs> I, I I need to be clear. I disagree with you. This is not funny. I think this is funny because I can't get over that you think this is funny. I went to drink some water, but ended up sticking my whole snout in the bucket. Now I have a wet horse face. <laughs> this is awful. This is the worst kind there, of nonsense. There was one that I really loved. Uh, something like, oh, oh, today was pretty dry until a raccoon sneezed on my leg. <laughs> well, I love that you hate it. <laughs> good. I'm glad that's bringing you more. I'm going to retweet it even more. Uh, You're going to unfollow But me. at least we've established that the cure, that cure theory actually works with humor as well, that you find it funny because he finds it funny, not because you find it funny. It's true. Yeah, this is just, it's a degree of separation. I'm enjoying it because you're enjoying it. I want you to do the dishes because you want to do the dishes. Drenched. <laughs> Has he used any hashtags? Like hashtag drenched? No. No, damn it. I don't care about this. Stop, stop making you're, me. You're asking questions. I'm getting sucked I Stumbled in. on a walnut and <laughs> fell snout first into a bucket of water. It actually used a hashtag once on April 10th. Hoops uh, crossed. Uh, <laughs> I am so wet. Parentheses. I'm a horse. <laughs> Okay, we can stop this. I, this is basically yeah. the equivalent of my retweet fest last it, night. Yeah, it is. It's I've fallen deep into a pond. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, we're we're done. I'm calling it. All right, all right. Where can people find you on the internet, David Lyons? Oh, people can find me at hashtag I am a horse. No, it's <laughs> at Lions in Beta on Twitter, lionsinbeta.com, plus David Lyons on Google. Damn you and your consistency. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. And you know what? I will never retweet anything about a wet horse. So my Twitter stream is safe. Never say never. Yeah, no. I, it's, I will do my best not to retweet anything about a wet horse. Okay. Where can people find you, Mike? You can find me at pseudomichael.com. So you have to think about it every you time. You do have to think about <laughs> Which it. Which one am I saying first? Which one is it? M. Edwards Music. And also, we have, we kind of just, for some reason, we're crazy. Now there is an official Flipping Tables Twitter account. It's true. And it's flipping underscore tables. Yes. Because there's some suspended account that had Flipping Tables. Yeah, and I actually, I was all set to just do what would be at Flipping Tables Podcast, but it turns out there's a limit to how long a Twitter handle can be. So, I learned something. And Matt, where can people find you? Uh, Well, you can find me on Twitter at Echolox, which is E-C-H-O-L-O-X, or on uh, Google Plus slash Matt Duncan. You know, I meant to... Because I got that one instead of... My I've meant to ask name. you about your your Twitter handle. What is uh, what's the story with that? Is you don't you can't possibly mean locks like and bagels. I mean, you mean my name? Yeah, I was just some random word I came up with. It okay. doesn't have any meaning. <laughs> you, <laughs> there it is. Yeah. You, so now that you know, people will ask you about that occasionally. You can come up with a different, total interesting yeah. lie every time. Since but there's no real story. It's like with XKCD where he said that he came up, tried to come up, with, tried to come up with a username that was like really random and couldn't mean anything, and nobody would be using it. And yeah, ten years later, everybody uses using it. Yep. Yeah. I so, think. What do you say? He wanted an unpronounceable word. Like you, hmm, it yeah. it looks like he uses it like it's a word, but it's an acronym that can't be. Well, it doesn't stand for that anything. That doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. 
So it's like the yes. Joker's scars. You want to know how I got my scars? <laughs> That's like the best part of that movie. They kept... Because the first time, I was like, oh, man, they're going to reveal it. And then the second time, when he tells a different story, I was like, ah, <laughs> I see what you did there. You clever man, Nolan. All right, where can people find show notes? People can find the show notes, for the, which you really kind of need to, <laughs> to get the most out of this episode. You can find the show notes for this episode at flippingtablespodcast.com slash 023 for episode 23. Flipping tables is better with show notes. It is. And today they were particularly relevant. There's <laughs> relevant. I did. Oh, my God. I said relevant. <laughs> I'm, oh. a, I'm a horse. <laughs> this, oh, this, this day has just started out so strange. Uh, can I just? It's eight thirty here in Denver. I'm just. I'm. I'm thinking. I'm gonna just go home and go to bed. Okay. And I don't mean at night. I mean in the morning. Like okay. I just. This day is completely falling apart for me. <laughs> All so, right. Good. So Matt, thank you very much for talking with us. All right. Yeah. This will. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this will have to happen again. Yeah. It definitely will. Oh. And maybe for Gamescom. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. And so we're recording this early, but we're going to release on time. Yeah. So if anything we said is completely out of date, too bad. Yeah. Sorry. Um, but then we'll be back on track. So as far as listeners are concerned, we were never off track. Yeah. So I should just delete this. Yeah, you should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We're done. <laughs>